Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Today, I have my uh, special guest, uh, Josh Wagner. Uh, is it okay if I use your last name? Yeah, yeah, you know what? You're not going to get doxxed, are you? You can throw my middle name in there, too. Oh, Joshua yeah. Daniel yeah, Wagner. We'll, we'll just give you his address and his social security number. And uh, <laughs> we're going to be talking today about abortion. So this is going to be um, kind of a more serious subject. You know, we, we do have, like to have fun. I don't know if we can throw jokes into this segment. But anyway, welcome back to the Conservative Connection. And here we go. And corn pop was a bad dude. The conservative connection. Come on, man. All right. Okay, so we're going to talk about abortion. So, Josh, you've been doing a lot of your homework on this. Um, and, uh, you I know, to give you some time. Uh, you know, I, I, uh, I saw this Texas bill where they're banning abortions uh, beyond six weeks, mm-hmm. which is uh, most abortions are after six weeks, um, and it's it's a it's a very nice start. Um, yeah. I find it crazy how um, conservatives and Christians have allowed this to go so far, the open murdering of babies. Right. Um, you know, we we see big issues going on around in the world. Some are, you know, border issues or, or inflation or, uh, you know, stock market manipulation. And, and those things aren't necessarily killing people. Yeah. So we don't, you know, go guns a-blazing at those things. And then when something like abortion comes up where there's the open murder of God's kids who, even if you're not a Christian, still represent, um, you know, a human being with uh, a unique uh, genome uh, just for them that is unlike anybody else. Um, we, we, we allow such a thing to go on and we might group it along with other issues that we care about. Uh, this one is more important than the border. This one's more important than, um, um, vaccine mandates, which are also important, but this is, you know, this is, um, the hill we should have died on. And it's might be the reason why, um, if you're a Christian, God's turning our back on us, his, his back on us, because we turned our back to the. Uh, murder of a hundred million babies. Would you say this is like your top issue of all the issues that we face? Um, 
Yeah, you know, um, imagine uh, us invading a nation and uh, slaughtering a hundred million innocent people. Yeah. Uh, the the visceral reaction to that would be um, global and insane. Yeah. And and rightfully so. But when it's done by a guy in a white lab coat and it gets called uh, women's reproduction rights, then we all have to back away from the murder of innocent children. Yeah. So you know this is. I'm dumbfounded how long we've let this continue and how it's gotten progressively worse. You even have, you know, many states still do um, late-term abortions yeah. when you basically have a, a, a fully functional baby at that point. Partial birth abortions as yeah. well. Yeah. yeah, and then you have you have Planned Parenthood um, getting caught selling baby parts to companies or sometimes even directly to uh, um, um, national health yeah. research um, um, groups. And that was found through Project Veritas producing receipts and getting them on camera. And there's many different live action videos you can watch of hour long conversations, which, of course, they'll say were clipped out of context. But there was no cuts. There was no clips. There was no part away from any of them. But I, I want to I'm curious because everybody kind of has their own story. Um, I have mine of how I first was introduced to abortion when I was a teenager. Uh, how did you first find out about it? And when did you realize like, did you always know like, how old were you when you started having conversations about this? You know, I didn't think much about anything until I was um, probably a senior in high school. I didn't think much about anything other than having a good time and pleasuring the flesh. But um, recently, uh, within the past year or so, I have gotten more aware of uh, the world around me, as I feel like most people who are leaving high school and entering college age do. And as a Christian male, you read in the Bible that it is better to throw a millstone around someone's neck and toss them into the ocean rather than... Uh, um, um, to, to lead a little one astray. Right. Uh, in You'll 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 hear people say it's only a religious argument. That's wholly false. And if you're going to deny God, that's your first criminal offense. But let's argue on a secular basis here. Um, at week six, which is when they did the uh, abortion ban, is is beyond six weeks. You can't abort a baby. Week four, your heart begins to beat. Uh, arms appear. Uh, liver, pancreas, and uh, gallbladder start to form. Uh, week five, your eyes start to form, legs start to appear, hands appear, um, blood begins to circulate at week five, um, facial features start to develop. And then at week six, you get your lungs, fingers, and toes. So starting at week four, you have a beating heart and then starting at week six, you have functioning lungs. So, um, you know, I'm like, I'm totally for anything that reduces the number of babies getting killed. But we need to just keep going back and back until you can't get an abortion. Yeah. Because within a matter of weeks, you have something that's almost entirely functional already. It just needs to incubate for a longer time. Yeah. And then uh, another thing that I, I constantly say when this comes up in the abortion argument is it always usually goes back to one question, which is when does life begin? And with the issue of abortion, you could line up a hundred people who are for abortion and none of them will agree on when will life begin. Sometimes they're even confused by the question because they've never actually thought of it that way. And, you know, there, there's certain, there's certain things you can do, but it, it's, it's interesting because we believe that life believe, begins at conception right. because scientifically you can look at books like the developing human and any 
basic general textbook will tell you that life does begin at conception. And the Constitution basically says you have a right to life, which means that you can't stop anybody else's heartbeat that's not yours. And even so, there's you know, considerable law laws against that. But you, you shouldn't be able to take somebody else's life. So the whole my body, my choice thing is really uh, body inside of me is my my choice to terminate kind of. That's the situation. interesting argument, the my body, my choice, because at conception you have a uh, unique DNA genome set that you could call the sum of the uh, uh, father's DNA mixed with the mother's DNA. Mm-hmm. Um, but you have a unique genome. Mm-hmm. So you have you have unique blueprints to build a new person. And the only thing that is attached from the mother to the baby is the baby's in the womb and it has an umbilical cord. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, you know, when you have this my body, my choice argument, um, you're really talking about with a fetus at conception is already a new human being that just resides inside your body. Yeah. And for most abortions, there were steps to take that could have prevented a new body inside your body. And women don't like to hear that. They want to bring up, okay, rape babies and such and such. That's much, that's, that's a very small percentage of abortions. Yeah. Are rape and incest. Yeah. By all statistics. Right. And, uh, I, I mean, I one of the things is you, you read something where they're like, um, condoms and other things aren't that effective. I'm like, no, condoms are pretty effective. They're just not effective when you're drunk or yeah, no, they're but more effective. Andreas knows sober. about this. <laughs> no, I don't. No, I don't. <laughs> we'll, we'll save, we'll save dating for another thing, but no, I'm actually saving myself. Well, here, Andreas, there. I want to give you the yeah. sled test. This is something that's the sled test, the sled test, S L E D. Okay. You can look this up online. Just type in sled test. It'll okay. pop up even on Google. Sure. They won't censor this. Um, it is the, uh, it's a test about, uh, when it's okay to kill a human being. Okay. So I'm gonna give you the first one. S stands for size. So at what size is it okay to kill a human being? Is a, is a six foot, uh, male more valuable than a four foot five midget? No. Okay. How about a toddler? No. Okay. So size doesn't matter. So you no. say the baby is small. It's not uh, big enough to call a human. Okay. Well, you'd have to give me parameters on a basis of size of when it's okay to kill somebody because of how small they are. And then we'll go to the next one. L, level of development. Um, is it okay to uh, kill a college professor? No. Is it okay to kill a high school student? No. Is it okay to kill a kindergartner? Nope. Preschooler? Nope. One-year-old? No. Okay, so based off of level of development, uh, based off of how developed you are as a human, yeah. doesn't determine your worth. Because we're talking about value here. Yeah. When does a human being become uh, valued as a human being? So right. we're doing the accounting for this right now. What makes up a human being? It's not size. And it's not level of development. Um, now we're going to go to E, environment. And, uh, you know, I like to switch it up. Uh, uh, location. Right. Um, based off of a person's location, does that determine any sort of worth uh, in them? No. Is someone in Europe worth more than someone in Libya? No. Is someone uh, upstairs worth more than the person downstairs? No. Is someone worth uh, more if they're inside a mommy or outside a mommy? Nope. Still a uh, unique uh, uh, human DNA genome, right? Yeah. Okay. So location 
or environment doesn't determine value. And what's D? Uh, D is degree of dependency. This is the one they like to say. Yeah, yeah, that's an interesting one. They like to call, uh, pro-abortionists like to call uh, babies parasites because they're dependent on mom for life and that they're sucking the life out of the mom. Which um, doesn't even make sense because it's when they're out of the womb and they're a year old, they're still dependent on everybody else around them for life. Absolutely. Like any infant in creation for any animal or being. It's actually healthier to give birth than to abort a baby. Either way, you still have to push something out of you at some point. Yeah. And and another argument that people uh, constantly make is that um, is, is the argument that you just brought up. Well, what what in it, what about a situation where a mother would be in danger of her life? And I remember looking this up. And uh, in order for you to have an uh, an abortion, you actually have to have um, the um, the vagina dilated um, in order to perform, or you're not going to be able to insert the medical um, equipment that you yeah. need in order to do it. And that could take anywhere from 48 to 76 hours. Yeah. So. You're not, if you've got a woman dying on the table, you're not going to say, okay, honey, we're just going to put you on here. We're going to dilate your area and we're going to wait two to three days and you're just going to have to wait until it's this done dilated. This isn't a uh, five-minute uh, no. uh, emergency response. This no, isn't CPR, yeah, guys. Yeah, yeah, because when you've got a situation like that, um, like they say, what, did it, what if in an emergency? Okay, so if it's an emergency, the, the woman was preparing to have her kid. Right. So we have to take it as, okay, she was preparing to have her kid and something went wrong. So this is the particular situation that they bring up. And I just tell them like, okay, you're not going to put a woman on a table for two to three days as, as, as her area is dilating. You're going to induce labor because if not, you're going to lose both. So it, 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 that makes no sense. Um, and then, of course, you get into the conversation of rape and incest. But uh, one thing about the rape and incest uh, argument that not a lot of people know is that uh, Planned Parenthood was actually in a scandal recently. And live action figured this out where they had uh, people who were being raped and uh, by their – their uh, either it was like siblings or parents – and family in incest cases, and they're being brought to Planned Parenthood. And then what would end up happening is that the adults would cover up the records and then bring them back, and they would bring them back to Planned Parenthood multiple times because as, mu as messed up as it sounds, if she's going to be able to have the kid, then everybody's going to know what's going on. Yeah. Because they're – but that that was a case where Planned Parenthood was essentially covering up rape and incest. So I tell people, like, unless you're for the cover-up, then why wouldn't, you know, Planned Parenthood be sued in a huge way? Or why wouldn't that be something you want to prevent from ever happening again? You know, what Planned Parenthood's most worried about is, um, you know, a founder was a popular eugenicist. Mm -hmm. who, Margaret Sanger. Margaret Sanger was a avowed racist who one of her plans was to um, – decrease african-american populations through abortion and you'll notice now that uh most abortions uh there's, there's a there's a there's a larger amount of black abortions black babies getting killed in the womb than uh the rates of other uh races particularly white kids okay um and and then on top of that too was the fact that like in new york they said that the most dangerous place for a black baby was in its mother's womb yeah they say now that there's there, i don't know the specific numbers i believe they're well above 50 percent of um i guess you'd call them black fertilized eggs that uh you know out of all of the you know uh african-american fertilized eggs that get you know conceptualized yeah. um 
over half of them are killed before they leave the womb. That's crazy. Which is quite insane. You can look up the numbers for yourself, the it, amount. It always makes me wonder, like, if we didn't have, like, this black genocide going on year after year, like, would would there be, like, as many black people as white people right now? I it mean, wouldn't be that high, but it would definitely be a lot more. You, you, yeah. By the numbers, you'd think there'd be twice as many black people around. Or, or three times. I mean, they're only, what, like, 13% of the population? Well, if you, you just did a direct, if you did a direct addition without yeah. assuming that they were going to multiply as well. Right. Then we'd have twice as many. It it just it just amazes me that you've got like that happening to to the black community like that many black people dying every year. It yeah. just it blows my mind and well this is yeah. this is why the 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 Christian preachers, the the Bible thumpers and the the uh I guess you'd call them, you know, pious uh, uh, among us. We uh um you know, th- this is why you don't have underage sex. Yeah. This is why you need to teach young people um, responsibility, responsibility, and and self defense. You know, if you gave, if the women had a weapon, you know, even take yeah, the rape that's, cases. That, that's what kills me too. Is like the fact that they don't like even even something like a, a pepper spray Kimber or something that you could don't, shoot. Don't get me guy. wrong. We don't want we don't want there to be rape pregnancies. We don't want no. there to be rapes in general. Yeah. So we need to figure out how to stop unwanted pregnancies uh, without killing babies. Yeah. Because two wrongs don't make it right. I have to say, though, like the easiest way to do that is abstinence. You know, absolutely. Because here's the thing. It was like what my my friend Rob said, where uh, he was asked at a panel and, you know, this girl comes up to him and, and he makes a really good point. And she says, so if we're like in poverty, you just don't expect us to have sex. He's like, I think if you're in poverty, sex isn't something you should be focused on. If you're in poverty, why would you, why would you risk having sex? Well, the general you know, idea of abstinence is it's not to never have sex. Obviously it's a, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a God given right yeah. for married couples. Now you don't, uh, you don't, you know, uh, you don't make uh, you don't make decisions that you cannot uh, let's say uh, make an account on. So if you're gonna have sex but you're not married and you don't have the um, foundations set for a family, you're misusing sex. Yeah, sex is for married couples that are stable enough to afford the consequences of that. Yeah, and it, it, you know people get so up in arms when when we mention this but it's just it's basic responsibility and, and another, another thing too is that you look at all the pregnancy centers that are christian based around the united states that uh, like offer counseling and and diapers and education yeah these places and, are called birthing centers and they're all over the place and they provide free care and free uh, baby products diapers food formula yeah. And, and even uh, yeah. uh, there's workers on hand to assist new mothers. Yeah. So like this argument that we don't care once the baby is born, we're we're, pro- we're helping provide for the baby through these charities like two, three, five years into their future. So I don't know how they, they make that argument. Uh, but on, on top of that, a lot of these centers will offer counseling to women who have had the abortion anyway. Yep. And again – I, I really hold the doctors in the medical industry uh, more accountable to, to the action of doing it than the mother because I think mothers have been tricked across the nation. Well, we need, we need to talk not. about options here yeah. because let's say you have a, a, a woman pregnant with an unwanted baby. Mm-hmm. Um, now, she could get an abortion yeah. uh, and, and, and Planned Parenthood is funded um, by the states and uh, I forget what part of the government, but um, – 
much of Planned Parenthood has been tax funded. Yeah. Um, and Trump actually came in and ended some of that, which was was the uh, the, the pro-lifers uh, reason for supporting Trump. Um, but you have if let's say we got rid of Planned Parenthood, let's say we got yeah. rid of state funded abortion. Let's say we even made it illegal. Yeah. Um, are women going to go out of their way to abort their babies in an alley or in a basement somewhere? You know. I'd probably say yes. I think there's some arguments to say that would happen. Would that decrease? Would criminalizing abortion decrease the number of dead babies? See, this is a legitimate uh, um, issue of concern. And the the problem is that you had doctors like Bernard Nathanson when they studied how many women actually did this. And he worked for the or- organizations like the National American Organization for for Abortions. I forget I forget what it was called, but his name is Dr. Bernard Nathanson. And he said and just came out right and said that all the statistics on self-harm when it came to abortion and self-abortion, they created it. And they just used faulty statistics that they lied about. And he said, yeah, it was a lie, but it was a useful statistic because people believed the lie and it sounded like a legitimate statistic. So did they, did they come out and say that it would be uh, more likely – to have an abortion if you decriminalized it or uh, criminalized it or what was the outcome? Uh, of that? Well, basically, we have no statistics on that. Okay. Uh, so, like all statistics that we have on that were based off lies. Oh. So they they admitted that, and then also the the one statistic that we do have was a statistic that showed that like ninety percent of more than ninety percent of all abortions that were done illegally were done by licensed physicians, and that was an that was actually a statistic that came out of Planned Parenthood. Hmm. Well, I mean, we, we, if we don't have statistics, let's argue from a different standpoint. Should a nation that is trying to be um, moral, if a nation is trying to um, have laws that are just and uh, represent the Constitution and the founding of this nation, are we going to set the precedent that it's okay to kill human beings because they're in the mother's womb? Yeah, and and when does life begin? Because if you can't say that life begins at conception, then you're basically just anti-science. You know, right now we live in a country that is so anti-science. They we believe that men are women, men can get pregnant, and babies aren't people. Right, and that's what's being taught in our public school system. It's crazy to think about. I forget which U.S. president said this. I believe it was Reagan. They say, uh, he said uh, that that most of the people who say it's okay to abort a baby. Uh, weren't aborted or something. Like have that. already been born. Have already I noticed. Been born. I noticed they've already been born. Yeah, which is kind yeah. of a clever, like witty line. And then I, I know that, um, I think it was Seth. Seth Wright said, you know, I had a dream that like all the babies who would have been here from Plan B showed up and they were mad. You know, but you know, uh, you know who's mad though. God is very upset with uh, uh, a nation that's uh, um, gone away from Him and has uh, decided to turn our backs on. Uh, those who are unborn, and it, yeah. it said, it says in the Bible, God, God knits us in the womb. He I knits knitted us together you. in our mother's womb. I yeah. take a look at your hand, and you can see the stitch marks. Yeah, and um, so, so God clearly states that uh, if you end up in a mother's womb, yeah, uh, He had a plan for you. Yeah, and one thing we know about God is He prefers to have His plan be done because His plan is the best plan. So, um, yeah. you know, it's a it's a tough situation. And there's many tough situations in life, especially um, um, really dangerous ones, very crucial ones, where you have a uh, a mom who uh, just got pregnant and she 
is looking at the situation saying, I can't support another living being. Right. Now, there's so many other options other than killing a baby. There's, there's, um, Adoption. There's a many year long line uh, of people waiting to adopt a baby. And in some cases, they will pay uh, mothers who birth a baby that they are going to adopt thousands of dollars. Mm. So not only did you just save a life by not killing your baby, yeah. you just got financially uh, compensated for, I guess, uh, um, the work you just went through because having a baby isn't easy. No. So there's a, uh, there's lots of things to do and none of them include killing babies. Yeah. And then on top of that, you think of people that could have been aborted. You think of somebody like a Steve Jobs where his mother was like the perfect candidate for an abortion. I mean, she, she, uh, it sounds like the, something happened to the father who was no longer around. She was alone. She was pregnant. She was young. She was going to college. She could have easily had an abortion. She gave her baby up for adoption. Well, and there's so many. Look, like look at look at like would we even be doing this podcast on like Apple Podcasts or anything else or Spotify or anything that we're doing now? If Steve Jobs had been aborted. It, it makes you think. You know, with a lot of people, um, a lot of people were born. I guess you'd say at a, at a wedlock, mm-hmm. where yeah. the parents weren't married when they had uh, when when the woman got pregnant. Now, uh, the traditional thing to do was you got a woman pregnant. Now you married her. Yeah. Um, nowadays it's, Oh, you got your girlfriend pregnant. All right, let's go to Planned Parenthood. Yeah. Yeah. It's so sad. It's so true. And it's like, we used to have guys who were responsible and now we actually have many guys. And and this gets completely thrown out of the conversation. The many women who were pressured into getting an abortion by their family, by their, by their sisters, by their brothers, by their husband, by their boyfriend, they were pressured into getting one, even though they didn't want one and Planned Parenthood rather than see what actually the woman wants coaxes her in. So she, they can grab her money and dump her on the street. You know, the, the, the number one goal of Planned Parenthood is to kill as many babies as possible, not only because they were started by an evil uh, eugenicist racist, but also because there's a uh, financial incentive for them now where there is a several billion dollar industry now uh, solely based on selling aborted baby parts, whether it is a scalp, whether it's uh, uh, beating uh, organs that are still uh, functioning properly. Yeah. Um, there's a whole black market for that, especially yeah. in Asia. Well, I mean, you look at things, uh, certain companies like Pepsi and other companies and how they tested actually using aborted um, fetal cells from like taste buds and stuff. And yeah. I, 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 maybe that was, I can't remember if it was Pepsi or Coke. It might have been both of them. Somebody also told me Doritos. I'd have to verify it. I know it was one, at least one of the major soda companies. And now uh, you've got things like also vaccines, like the current COVID-19 vaccine that we're going to be talking about also has uh, aborted fetal cells. Um, In order to make the vaccine, they had to take aborted fetal cells to study them to produce it. Yeah, anything that is uh, utilizing dead baby parts, you probably, especially as a Christian, don't want to take part in. And support, yeah. So even if you think a vaccine is safe, uh, do you really want to be supporting that industry? Exactly. An industry that's uh, uh, capable and, and willing and wanting to use dead babies. You know, this is where you come into with uh, just voting with your dollar. Yeah. Yeah, because like you, you don't need aborted fetal cells to make a vaccine. No. And, you don't need that. And I'm sure there's vaccines t- today or vaccines of the past where you didn't need that. There's got to be something else. Yeah, that you can use. Yeah. It's ridiculous. But it's 
it's one of those things where I, I, what has been your your experience in talking to the other side about this? Because I know I try to be as uh, comforting as I can. A lot of these women who are adamant about having abortions um, or the right to have abortions have either have never witnessed an abortion, have never studied an abortion, or they've had one themselves and they they want other people to have them. But there was one there was one instance where we had people uh, speaking at my college and this one girl had had abortions twice and she was speaking about the right to have an abortion. And on the second time, she walked out of the room crying because this woman obviously has trauma and regret from the issue. So um, it's one of the things that I notice um, is that these people who are pro-abortion don't uh, know much about fetal development and when things start to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, they they view uh, uh, fetuses as a clump of cells. I had a recent conversation with someone who I work with who uh, referred to uh, fetuses as clump of cells and F the baby. And, uh, you know, yeah. uh, there's we had that on our college. We had like when we had people speaking pro-life that we had them chanting signs says F them kids. Yeah. When you, when you don't view something as valuable, if you don't view a fetus as a person, you'll say wild things about it. So this is the line, you know, if you don't believe it's a person, then yeah. you're, you're, you're pretty vicious towards the human being. Um, and, and for those who are against abortion, they, they're, they're always more educated about fetal development yeah. and how an abortion actually happens and, and the, uh, the, the negative health effects on a woman of an abortion. There's all sorts of problems that come to women after getting an abortion. Yeah, not just the trauma, but like physically, it might be harder for them to have a kid again, depending on how it was done. I'll tell you, though, like for me, the way I was introduced was in my high school – uh, I was homeschooled, but we had pre-recorded lessons, and uh, my teacher, who was obviously Christian, said, we're going to study every single way that an abortion is done. You're going to read detail by detail by detail how each one, each procedure is committed, and then I'm going to just have you decide for yourself. I'm not going to tell you what to believe. I'm not going to tell you. Oh, that sounds you, yeah. pretty new for a uh, teacher. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But she said, yeah, I'm just going to have you guys, uh, we're going to take quizzes on it. We're going to study how it's done. We're going to figure out what comfort care is. You're going to figure out each method. You're going to figure out each tool. You're going to figure out how all of them are done. I swear I almost puked um, trying to read this in detail. But next time you're having a conversation with somebody who uh, is for abortion, try just as a little challenge i know it's a serious subject but as a little challenge try to get them to say can you explain to me what an abortion is without using the terms fetus abortion or terminated well those are their those yeah. are their words for uh, uh dehuman dehumanizing the, the yeah. situation yeah i mean like you would have to use the term like baby or infant in the womb because there's there's nothing else you could call it you can't call it a clump of cells because it's technically not a clump of cells. And you'll notice that when you ask them to do this, usually most of the time they won't call it a clump of cells. They'll struggle with what words to use because they don't, they've never seen one done. And actually there's many live action videos out there where people see how the procedure is done and then that alone changes their minds. Yeah. So that's changed people's minds. I just, I encourage the sled test. You go size. I'm going to switch it up because if you go to the website, it'll say size level of development environment, uh, I like to switch the LNE. It's a lot easier. Size, location, education, and degree of dependency. 
So just because a human being is small, uh, it's it's inside a mother's womb location. Yeah. Uh, because of a uh, varying degrees of education, and just because someone's dependent doesn't make them not a human being. Yeah, and then again, it, it'll always go back to when does life begin? Because if you admit that life begins, then you have to admit that you're also taking the life out. So, yeah. So and then there was one other there was one other question to ask that like if if life begins at that point, then w- at what point can you? Can you dispose of that life and who are you to do that? You know, they don't they don't like getting very specific because um, when you are killing babies, you don't really uh, um, they, they, you don't you're not arguing from a logical standpoint. You're right. not arguing from a even like humanitarian standpoint. No, you're arguing from the side of Satan. And many of these people don't see it that way. Yeah. So it's not going to be logical. It's not going to be specific. They're not going to have parameters in place where they say life begins exactly here. Yeah. And that'd be a weird thing to assume. Like you're assuming every baby develops as fast as every other baby. Exactly. I mean, I'd say at least have a standard because what what's funny is I've gotten people who are pro-choice to at least have a standard and say, hey, at this point, uh, this life begins. But then when I press them on it and say, so can you kill it afterwards? In the, they're like, oh, yeah, as long as it's in the womb. I mean, there's not some magical pixie fairy dust that spreads over the kid as it's exiting the womb or <laughs> well, something the, to the make common, it human. The common thing is uh, they'll, they'll stop at either first trim at the end of the first trimester or at the end of the second trimester. So th- some people put their bar at three months old. You can kill it up till then. Uh, but three months and one day old, you can kill it. it, it, it uh, I mean – Two months and let's say like 29 days old, it's okay to kill that baby. But two days later, um, um, now it's a human being. Um, you know, those people are setting a standard, which it's nice that they're being specific, but um, at least they're being honest. At that point, it's but, yeah. it's not logical. No, it's not logical. And uh, it is, again, it's anti-science because if you've got every single basic biology book, like the developing human and others saying life begins at conception, then to say that life doesn't begin at conception, then you're opposing basically every scientific mandate that we've had over that subject for the for thousands of years. Well, let's lay out one more time what the difference is between a baby outside the womb and inside the womb. There's a size difference. There's a location difference. There's a education difference and degree of dependency. Yeah. Um, where else do we uh, uh, start weighing people on different, uh, you know, evaluations, valuations of people based on those parameters? Is right. someone bigger worth more than someone smaller? Is someone um, who's here better than someone who's over there? If someone has, if someone's smarter than someone else, um, are they better than them? And, and, and if you want to argue degree of dependency in that parasite argument that lots of these people like to do, then why not kill five-year-olds? Why not? If we're killing babies, why not kill them after they're out the womb? Because it's well, they, just a they, With difference. partial birth abortion and comfort care, they do. Yeah. Yeah. And, that, and that's another thing that we don't want to talk about is we don't want to talk about the – like remember there was a bill that Nancy Pelosi opposed that said that um, survivors of abortion have to be taken care of by the state and they opposed that. And well – what happens to a baby that was going to be aborted and it wasn't aborted? And you had one of those governors come out and say, "Well, we just keep it comfortable." Oh, that's uh, was that Pennsylvania? Yeah, that was Pennsylvania. Yeah, that guy's uh, that's uh, Governor Northam. Yes, you're right. Uh, Abortham. Yeah, is what, what a I trash bag. <laughs> yeah, I know. It just it, yeah. We keep can't. the baby comfortable, and we make the mama sign a slip, and then we take the baby to a nice place. The mom said, "Do not resuscitate." 
So we take that baby and we figure out what to do with it from there. So, I mean, what they're preparing is what they're, what they're doing is they wheel the baby out. So the mom's all drugged up, right? Mom's yeah. all drugged up, gives birth, um, signs a piece of paper that gets put in front of her because the nurse said so. Yeah. Uh, it says, do yeah. not resuscitate. So that means now the baby loses personhood st- status. Yeah. And, and now it's that, already born. Like you can't argue like the, the life hasn't begun at this point. Well, now they're using legalese to declassify babies as humans. Yeah. And then they go take that baby and they keep it alive for several days. And there's there's whistleblower nurses that come out of these wards where these nurses are actually paid like twice as much to keep quiet about what they're doing. And, and what, you know, the top people are preparing uh, 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 buyers for baby parts because these babies aren't babies. So right. they can get around the law. Um, by having a mom sign a piece of paper that says "Do not resuscitate," and now that 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 born baby is uh, not a person. Yeah, I think this has been a great conversation. Unfortunately, I have to cut it short because um, I had something come up. But uh, we want to thank you guys, and you know what? If if you guys have any any questions at all, we're gonna just have a link to our email. If you guys want any questions, comments, concerns, anything. Over this, it's a very interesting discussion. Uh, you can have it. Josh, is there anything that you'd like to leave uh, our our podcast listeners with? Yeah, two things. The sled test. Look it up. Just type in sled test. You'll you'll find it. Um, and 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 with all things where uh, we encounter evil or or wrongdoing, what are we going to do about it? It's upon us. God is watching. Uh, you know, our ancestors might be looking as well. What are we going to do about this? Are we going to let this keep going? Um, you know, in my opinion, there'd be drastic measures being taken, but you know, that's kind of unpopular. Mm-hmm. So what are we going to do? Are we going to stand outside with signs? Are we going to sign petitions? Are we going to petition lawmakers or what are we actually going to do about this? I mean, I think the best thing we can do is just educate the women on what's actually happening to them. But, um, another thing that we need to do is we also need the, the legal end because we also need to confront the abortion society within the country. And we also need to um, tell people the truth. An interesting thing that somebody said at one of these debates what we were having was uh, somebody said, well, she was describing what was happening. And he said, you're just using that to disgust our audience. And uh, my question was, well, why would you support something that disgusts you? <laughs> They always why, walk he, themselves into a circle. Why, if it's disgusting, why would you support it? If you were disgusted by an unnecessary war, why would you be for that war? You know, yeah. they just never think about that. But anyway, that concludes our episode today. Thank you guys for tuning in. And as always, stay connected. No and Corn Pop was a bad dude. <laughs> Conservative Connection. Come on, man. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.
Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.